0: what's up guys so welcome back um i haven't had a good subject to talk about in a little bit um until i got more information about the situation of course um so i touched on this a little bit in my economy government blah 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 episode um but i feel like since, you know, recent events, we should probably expand on it. So I... Hmm. Roe v. Wade. So Roe v. Wade was a case that basically um, legalized abortion, correct? Or protected women's rights to an abortion prior to the viability of the fetus um so basically um since the court divided the pregnancy period into three trimesters um during the first trimester the decision to terminate the pregnancy is solely at the discretion of the women right after the first trimester the state could regulate the procedure. During the second trimester, the state could regulate but not outlaw abortions in the interest of the mother's health. After the second trimester, the fetus became viable, and the state could regulate or outlaw abortions in the interest of the potential life, except when necessary to preserve the life or health of the mother. Which I agree with. Because after that first trimester, after that first trimester, you know, it starts becoming a living thing. During the first trimester, it's not really much. So right now it's under reconsideration. Um It was issued in 1973 because of all the women dying. So they decided that they were just going to do that. Um, put Roe v. Wade in play. And now they have... God, um, They have... Taken that away. So let's do some backstory. So Jane Rowe. um, So in 1969, Norma McCorvey, a Texas woman in her early 20s, wanted to terminate an unwanted pregnancy. So McCorvey, she had a difficult upbringing and she was in very poor circumstances and she had given birth twice and given up on both of those children and put them up for adoption. At that moment, her pregnancy in 1969, abortion was legal in Texas but only for the purpose of saving the woman's life. So if the woman's life was in jeopardy because of the baby, they would terminate, but other than that, they wouldn't. So while American women with the financial means could obtain abortions by traveling to other countries where it was safe and legal, or pay a large fee to a U.S. doctor willing to secretly perform the abortion, those options were out of reach for her because of her financial situation. And so a lot of women, like I had previously stated, resorted to illegal and dangerous back-alley abortions. Or self-induced abortions. And that was, like, in 1950, 1960s, the estimated illegal abortions that took place was... Two hundred thousand to one point two million per year. So, but that's according to the Gut Matcher Institution. Um, anyway, <laughs> so after trying unsuccessfully to get an illegal abortion, McCorvey was referred to Texas attorneys, Linda Coffey and Sarah Weddington, who were interested in changing anti-abortion laws. So in court documents, McCorvey became known as Jane Rowe. So here's the other side, Henry Wade. So in 1970, the attorney the attorneys filed a lawsuit on behalf of McCorvey and all the other women who were or might become pregnant and want to consider all options against Henry Wade, the district attorney of Dallas County, where McCorvey lived. So earlier in 1964, Wade was a national spotlight when he prosecuted Jack Ruby, who killed Lee Harvey Oswald, the alleged assassin of President John F. Kennedy. Um so he was, he was big at that time, so he wasn't about to lose, correct, so that's, like, that mindset, he's like, crap, now I have to take down this case, and I have to win, because I just did this whole case on this guy, you know, putting him away, and stuff, and I can't lose this thing, so in June of 1970, um, the Texas District Court ruled that the state's abortion ban was illegal because it it violated a constitutional right to privacy. Afterward, Wade declared he'd continue to prosecute doctors who performed abortions. The case eventually was appealed to the U.S. Supreme Court. Meanwhile, McCarvey gave birth and put the child up for adoption. On January 22nd, 1973, the Supreme Court, in 7-2 decisions, struck down the Texas law banning abortion and effectively legalizing the procedure nationwide. So, in majority opinion, written by Justice Harry Blackmun, the court declared that a woman's right to an abortion was implicit in the right of privacy protected by the 4th, 14th Amendment. So the court divided pregnancy into three trimesters, like I had previously stated: the first, second, and third. And um, so, the first is solely up to the woman. The second can be regulated, and the but not ban it, in order to protect the mother's health. And in the third, the state would could could prohibit abortion to protect a fetus that could survive on its own outside the womb. Except when a woman's health is in danger. So, so after all of that um, the woman Norma McCorby, maintained low profile following the court's decision but in 1980s she was active in abortion rights movement however in the mid-1990s after becoming friends with the head of an anti-abortion group and converting to catholicism she turned into a vocal opponent of the procedure so since roe v wade many states have imposed restrictions that weaken abortion rights and Americans remain divided over the support for a woman's right to choose an abortion. Obviously, everybody knows about Planned Parenthood. So, in 1992, the litigation against Pennsylvania's abortion control act reached the pre- reached the Supreme Court in a case called Planned Parenthood of Southern South. Eastern Pennsylvania versus Casey. The court upheld the central ruling in Roe v. Wade, but allowed the States to pass more abortion restrictions as long as they did not impose an undue burden. In May 20, 2022, which is where we're four days in end, guys, and uh, the nation's highest court, agreed to hear Dobbs v. Jackson Women's Health Organization regarding the constitutionality of a Mississippi law banning most abortions after 15 weeks of pregnancy. The case presents a direct challenge to Roe v. Wade. So, this, I just read, was from... The History Channel, basically, and kind—I've of, kind of summarized it mostly, mostly—but I just read straight from the History Channel, and their sources were abortion and American history from the Atlantic, high court rules abortion legal in first three months, the New York Times, Norma McCorvey, the Washington Post, Sarah Weddington from the Time, from Time. When abortion was a crime, Leslie Leslie J. Reagan, I guess that's who it was written by, from University of California Press. Um, that's where the History Channel got it from. So, that was just a little backstory on what just happened. So, um... Let's try and get something from now. Um, So, at the moment, I think there are a lot of people that... um, This has been a subject that our nation has been, like divided on for so long obviously but the thing is is that um while i do agree that while i do i see how they can say that it was violated through the 14th and 9th amendments for the supreme court to rule roe v wade and make that, you know, a thing. Um, I still don't think that the government should be involved in what we could, can, can and can't do with our bodies. That is specifically a um, state choice, but since these states are clearly incompetent because there's one state there was this one guy that I saw on TikTok he was a oh my god he was a turn no not attorney he was some big guy like big guy in one of these state courts and he was saying that you know he can't believe that they legalized this without protecting the rape victims. And he had stated that, well, me paraphrasing, but he had said that he can't believe that they did that without protecting rape victims because if a 13 year old gets raped and she's pregnant and most of the time when kids that age are raped they are raped by a family member it most of the time it is not a stranger that does rape them it is it is a family member or someone close to them (sighs) there is nothing in these laws that, laws, rules, whatever you call them, that these governors are making that are protecting those girls. Because that 13-year-old is still a kid. So what kid do you suppose that we protect? The one that can't be viable out of the womb already, or the one that just went through a horrible traumatic experience that is already at their lowest, you're gonna make them give birth to another child? Why? That has to be the most ridiculous thing. Let a child have a child, especially if that child does not want it. In some areas, I agree. That the Supreme Court was right and that it violated the 14th and the 9th Amendments. But also, I don't I just don't think that it should be up to the government to decide what we do with our bodies. But obviously, with the state of our state governments right now, we're all high on crack, apparently. Um It's, I just can't believe this is happening. It's, it's hard when you believe that, it's hard when you believe that yes, at a certain point, that child does become a living thing inside of another person. And that they deserve to have a chance. To live. But. At another point. I don't think we should. Sacrifice. All of the women. That are going to. Die. Or become harmed by this. I think that. I don't think the government in general should be allowed to tell us what we can and can't do with our bodies, but obviously there should be some regulation, but gosh, when that person, I can't remember the guy's name. It was an old, older white guy. I know an old white guy, but, um... There's an older white guy somewhere, and he was just like, what is protecting these kids that get raped? What is protecting them when you say no more abortion? When you don't put something specifying in certain cases, you just say no more abortion. No matter what, there's no more abortion. What do you say to those women that are going to die Because, one, their bodies can't handle having a kid. Or, two, these women just went through a horrible experience. They don't want a reminder of it. And, I mean, I'm aware. I don't need you guys coming at me and being like, well, some rape babies are meant to be here. They could be our next scientists and astrologists. And I'm like, I understand that. Every person has a purpose. I know that. But in the first trimester, they're not a person that can survive outside of that human being that they are inside. And that human being right now gets to choose whether they want to keep it or not. They should be allowed to. Because why are you going to force these people to be parents of kids that they don't want? Just put them up for adoption. Do you know how messed up our foster system is right now? Do you know how much red tape there is that goes into the foster system that eventually just causes kids to stay in abusive homes or stay in conditions that are way less than appropriate? Because of all the red tape, they can't move them. Or because of something going on, they can't do anything to help them. And unless they have evidence, hard evidence, they can't take kids away. Because even if you call, like, CPS on somebody, they have to investigate it. And while they're investigating, that kid stays with that person. unless there is hard evidence of what is going on in the house. And even if they do take the kid away right away, if that person cleans up in time for them to get him back, who's to say that they won't just go right back to their habits? Some people just shouldn't have kids, so why are you going to force them to? I still can't get over that analogy that that guy came up with. With the, not an analogy, that scenario that the guy came up with, a 13-year-old girl, rape victim, forced to have a child while she's still a child. There are children that are going to suffer for this. Women who will die getting back alley abortions again. <sighs> and it's not like you can go to another state and get the procedure done because when you do, you have to show like where you live. When you go and you have to put in your address and you have to bring something that supports that. So you have to be... Living there, you have to have an address in that state for them to consider doing a procedure like that. Because if you go to a state that allows abortion and you're from an estate that doesn't, and you try and go there and you sign up and you're filling out all your information, but you can't lie about where you live currently. They're going to say, I'm sorry, we can't perform this procedure because you don't live in this area and the area that you live in doesn't allow abortion. So legally, we cannot do this to you. I'm afraid that's going to start happening. And then again, people are going to be backed into a corner and feel like they have no other options. And they're going to do back alley abortions again. It's going to be a thing. And women are going to die kids are going to be forced to raise kids why is no one thinking about this (sighs) i don't fully believe in abortion either but i don't fully believe that it should be illegal if it's before the first trimester I don't care what you do. Because technically, that is a part of you. The person that you're growing cannot live without you. So it is a part of you. It is... It is it. I have a really hard time discerning the right and wrong in this situation because it breaks my heart to see to see children die like young children, like one or two years old, and them die due to illness or whatever. And these parents wanting a child so bad. And then these other women who are in their second ish trimester getting an abortion. And it's like, you know, I don't want to make that woman go through something that is going to be painful and tiring and could push you into postpartum depression and make you go into this horrible state of mind if that happens. It doesn't always happen, but it could, especially if you don't want the child. But if you didn't want it, why'd you wait so long? Also, I don't want to see more kids be so unloved and feel so unloved by their parents that they're committing suicide and they're dying anyway. Or they grow up and grow to hate people and grow to just have so much hate in their heart because their parents didn't treat them well. Like, I... There's no good answer. Because either way, people are going to hurt and die. Death is not one of my favorite things to talk about. Been around it a lot. But... If it's gonna happen, why can't the states just agree to just try and regulate it? What we had going was fine. Why did we suddenly decide that we needed to be heroes for these kids that can't utter a thought? But in the same thing, I've seen women look at their ultrasounds and in awe, just fully fall in love with this human being that's growing in their bodies. And to them, it is a human being. And to others, it's not. And we're just going to, like, people are just going to have to agree to disagree. But I just don't think that it should be legal. I don't think it should be completely illegal that it's going, that people in their, like two weeks from popping, they're just like, I don't want to have this kid anymore. Like it was fun being pregnant, but I'm not going to have this kid. Like, you know how horrible that is. I don't know where I completely firmly stand on this. Actually, no. I do. You know what? I do. I think that it should be legalized but regulated like it always has been. People shouldn't be getting abortions after the second trimester. And it should be heavily regulated in the second trimester. And in the first trimester, it's up to the person. It's up to the person. And third trimester abortions shouldn't be allowed unless that that woman is going to be harmed in the process or killed. Why are we choosing to save these children and kill our women? The child didn't get a chance to live yet. Well, what about that woman? She's living. She's breathing. They're people, too. They have mother and fathers and siblings and pets and husbands girlfriends wives brothers said that already (laughs) boyfriends daughter daughters maybe if they already had kids sons nieces nephews why are we choosing to have them die in order to save this child like there are some places where they just are just like it's illegal no matter what what about these women that when it's an out of womb birth? I can't remember the scientific thing for it. Somebody's probably going to tell me. And this, it, f- the embryo forms in the fallopian tube, or just outside of the womb, that they're just like, nope, I'm sorry. We can't perform an abortion on you, it's illegal. So basically, you it's a death sentence. So you're, so you're just saying to the woman, sorry, because of the laws, you're going to die. No, that child would not ever be viable out of the womb because it's going to stretch your fallopian tube until it bursts and you bleed out and die. <sighs> Nobody's being smart about this. Nobody, there's no voice of reason to be that middle ground. There just isn't. But also, there's this, there's other issues that go in, that are involved with this. Like, why are you having sex if you don't want to have kids? Why aren't you on birth control if you don't want to have kids? you know, shouldn't the father have a say, or shouldn't, you know, shouldn't this be considered with the father present, blah, 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 blah. If you're not married, and you're having consensual sex with another partner, that can get you pregnant. And you are doing everything in your power not to get pregnant. And you have... Is like, said that, hey, I don't want to have kids, we need to do everything, like, I don't want to have kids, so we're going to do everything to make sure that I do not get pregnant, and you have stated those, like, reasons, and you have made it clear to your sexual partner that you do not want kids, and end up getting pregnant, the guy should not be surprised that you want an abortion. like oh but baby it's our kid it's like yeah the one I told you specifically that I, I never wanted don't get all sappy on me now I told you I never wanted to have kids and you knew that and you still had sex with me and one thing that I'm so baffled by is that men are the ones that get women pregnant but nobody's talking about their fault in this that it's all the woman's fault that She didn't keep her legs closed, or she obviously didn't do everything to not get pregnant. Like, why should it be on us to try not to get pregnant when they're the ones with the jizz that can get us pregnant? I'm just saying. But, people don't think that way, completely. And, um... (laughs) There's a, obviously, there's also the argument of, well, the person's not on birth control, but they tried condoms in the morning after pill and they still got pregnant. Why aren't you on birth control? Probably because it's too expensive. Birth control is really expensive, guys. And you, like I said, you can do everything in your power and still get pregnant. You, you can do nothing and not get pregnant, but it's literally... It, I, you know, or why are you having sex if you're not married and want to have kids? Or why are you having sex if you're, if you don't want to have kids? Because people have sexual desires. What are you going to do about that? It's like, oh, just tell women not to have sex, but it's fine for men. The men that go around to woman to woman, probably getting each one of them pregnant and be like, it's not my fault, it's the girl's fault. You're the one, like I previously stated, you're the one that can get people pregnant. So why why are we having such a hard time um, <laughs> understanding that? Maybe the man should be careful as well. And I mean, you should be careful with whom you sleep with anyway. You don't know if they have an STD. You don't know if they have ulterior intentions. You don't know them. So. But if you do know them. And you do know that one day they want to have kids. One day don't have sex with them. Because if the off chance that you get pregnant. They're going to fight with you about getting an abortion. Especially if you do not want kids. Ladies. Use common sense on that front. I know a lot of you lack it. Well. At least it's not the majority. Because the majority definitely have more common sense than the common man. But. (laughs) Let's. You know. Protect ourselves. And if we think a man is going to art, Like if you think that. Hmm. If I get pregnant by this guy, will he fight with me about abortion? And if your answer is yes, then go find someone that won't. Because I'm telling you, there are a lot of guys that probably won't fight you on it. But... I mean... Men, also be careful. Because if you sleep with a woman and she gets pregnant and she wants to keep the baby, but you're not ready for that responsibility then that you know you should have thought about it. You can't make her get an abortion. But she can't also she can't force you to be a father either. Of course, You're going to have to push her not to, you know, do all that child support stuff, which I feel like you should pay, especially if you do the deed and you have the stuff that gets the person pregnant and you knew that probably one day that she wanted to have kids and you did not. Then yes, you should be financially responsible for that child. Now, I don't believe in forcing them to be fathers, especially if they suck. So... Even if you're a really good person and you still don't want to have kids. That is your choice to make, not somebody else's. So if you're just like, I don't want to be in the kid's life. That's, you know, I don't want to have this kid right now. I will financially take care of you. Okay, then. You know, also that fault falls on the woman too. Because you should have known if that guy doesn't want kids and you get pregnant. Oh crap, now you're stuck with a kid and raising it by yourself. That is also on you. You should have, like, check your people out. Check out the sexual partner that you're going to be with. It's honestly stupidity on both sides. Check out that person if that person wants to have kids. You gotta think about this. Men aren't going to, so us women have to. Decide, okay, I want kids one day. Probably not right now, but in the chance that I get pregnant and I have sex with this man, does he want kids? If he does not, then he will not be a good sexual partner for me because of the fact that of the possibility that I could get pregnant, even though I'm trying to prevent it as much as possible. Like, that's what I'm just saying. You just got to think about it. Does this person want kids one day? Yes, but not right now. And for you, it is yes, but not right now. And so in the off chance that you get pregnant by this man, you know that he's going to take care of you. That's all I'm saying. And men, the same. Like, don't, why? Just, but I know they're not going to think about it. They're not going to think that far ahead. So us women have to. I get it. I know. I'm just saying that as long as we be mindful about our sexual partners, what they want in life, what you want in life, we probably would not run into this issue so much. I'm just saying. And, I mean, it's stupid for you people that are saying, well, then don't have sex. Those are the people that are married and probably don't get anything from their significant other. And they're old and they're crabby about it. And it's like, just don't have sex. Look at me. I'm fine. I'm like, yeah, okay, Linda. Linda. But I'm young, and I have this really high sex drive for some reason, and whatever. Like, I don't- (laughs) Like, I'm in my 20s, I can do whatever I want. You know? (sighs) Ah! I'm not in my 20s, I can't say that, but I also don't- You know, I- Nothing in that statement was true for me, so it's not like I can relate, but- You know, I'm just saying, stop, it is not your body, leave them alone, jeez, like, I, I feel like we should know this as a people. Like, some of these things are just common sense. Like, I don't get that. Maybe maybe it's not common sense for most, but it is for me. Maybe that's just because I overthink a lot of things, and I just think things through properly, and most people don't do that. I'm sorry, but I'm just saying that if you thought it through, and you're just like, okay, the possibility of me getting pregnant, even if I do all these things to prevent it, is still there. So I'm going to choose my sexual partner's like think about them like thoroughly before I start having sex with them to make sure that if I have this kid I'm not going to be you know disappointed one way or another okay like don't just check for their sexual health but like what do they want in life is there one day that they want to get married and have kids and have a nice little house whatever, and want to live happily ever after, or do they just want to be a player all of their life until they're really old and realize that they, whatever, I don't, I don't know, people don't have to get married either, you know, but I'm just saying that it's just, do they want to just have fun and be single forever, and they don't want kids, they don't want responsibility, if that is that kind of person, but you, on the other hand, want a house, want kids, you want, To be that nice little cookie cutter family, then don't get with the guy that is probably going to leave you as soon as you text him and say, "Oh my gosh, my period's late." He's he's disappeared, gone. Like I don't understand why people get so surprised. Like you knew what type of person that person was when you started having sexual relationships with them, or maybe you didn't know them at all. Maybe it was a one night stand. Honestly, I don't I don't care if other people have one night stands. I just know that I will never be one. Per the notice that I don't know their sexual health, I don't know them as a person, I just don't I don't have that emotional connection with them. I personally just could never do it. I would have anxiety the whole time. Be like, did that person have herpes? <laughs> I'm like I'm just gonna be sitting in the morning thinking about it, and they're just sleeping there next to me, and I'm just like, oh my god. I didn't check and see if he had herpes. <laughs> like, you know, you're just going to be sitting there, like, that's just me, though. That's just, you know, I don't think I would even, I think that thought would just be in my head and it would just prevent any chance that I would have in a normal setting. Like, it just, that thought just there just, it would just prevent me from ever having a one-night stand. Um... But also, I just don't want one. <laughs> like, But, you know, ladies, if you're all for the one-night-stand thing, go ahead. I mean, I can't control you, and that is literally the whole concept of this video. Go ahead. I don't care, but know, at least know the basics of that person. Are you healthy? And in the, in the, in the possibility that I get pregnant through this one, you know, I know that might scare them away... Through this one act, the, the the odds that I get pregnant, which is probably not very good, but you have to think about it, would you support me? And if not, I, you know, but it also depends if you want to kill or not. I'm just saying, like, it, it's just going to be different for each person on how they handle that. So, in each situation, each situation is uniquely yours. And so I just feel like (laughs) abortion shouldn't be legal unless you get it in the third trimester. I am a very strong believer unless you are dying or going to die because of this pregnancy. They usually figure that out in the first or second term. I don't know. Anyway, so they usually figure that out before, but in case they do not. Yeah. But I don't think it should be a voluntary thing in the third trimester. Because if you didn't want the kid, mm, why didn't you go earlier? That's all I'm saying. But uh, (laughs) um, I just don't think it should be completely illegal. That's just my hot take on that. And these are my thoughts. My thinking cap is on. And I have expressed my opinion on this matter, and I am thoroughly appalled at some of these, uh, state governments. I've never thought that our country would be this stupid. Um, I mean, I'm still baffled by how we haven't taken Biden out of office, you know, because he kind of sucks, but, you know, it's fine. It's fine. I just... Oh my gosh. I just, I don't, uh, that will be a whole other episode on how I want to impeach Biden so bad. But I, but the thing is, is that do we really want Kamala Harris as our president? I mean, technically, she basically is at this moment. Basically, because I don't think Joe Biden can form a coherent thought by himself. But I don't like her either. And yes, we would get our first female president. At what cost? Anyway, so, this is not what this episode is about. It's about abortion and uh, women's uh, rights. Um, though, like I said, I don't think the government should have a say on our bodies. I don't think abortion should be illegal, and I think our states need to uh, grow up. And for all you men saying we should have a say, shut up. Another hot take that will be taken into consideration in the next episode will probably be more triggering than this one because I know all the women listening to this are also on this teeter-totter being like it shouldn't be illegal but why the third trimester unless you're dying like (laughs) because that's how I anyway I need to end this episode it's been I've been going on for too long um But I think the next one that we're going to be talking about is the, um, crap. Uh, That situation with that trans woman and the sports thing. If you don't know what that term means, it's a man that became a woman. If you haven't, uh, if you've been born in the last year... Obviously, you probably don't understand that, but for those of you that do understand and are thoroughly aware of this process, I don't think you need to know any, you know, you just know. It's like, they were born this way, and now they're this way, so it's fine, you know, whatever, but them in sports, and I've talked about this with my close friends, and they see what I'm talking about and how much of a struggle this is, especially as a big sports person myself, and also a very strong believer in science. I love science. Science is great. Science also contradicts a lot of things that I believe in as well. It's just a thing. So we like morally believe in, we're just gonna, I don't think that the world is flat if (laughs) you think anything. I'm not a flat earther. Anyway, so we're gonna be talking about uh, trans people and sports And all of that in the next episode. So if you enjoyed this episode, please, please, please um, share it with your friends. Uh, Let me know how I did. Um, My Instagram and Twitter will be linked in the description below. Also, um, I have an Etsy shop. Uh, My Etsy shop is called Lonnie's Garage, where I sell all of my crafts things on there. All the crafts and all the hyperfixations that I've figured out how to create are all on that website. So, if you desire to look at my current hyperfixation, which is jewelry making, it will be on there, Lonnie's Garage, on Etsy. I also have an Instagram, just Lonnie's Garage as well. Um, and I was thinking about making a YouTube channel, but I'm not too sure about that yet. So, I will keep you updated with that. And I hope you guys have a great day. And, uh, just keep, just be yourself. No matter what people tell you, unless you suck. Alright, keep it cool, y'all.